0: Coming up today, a tough week for the Bullets. Gets a whole lot worse after their trip to New Zealand yesterday. Why aren't we talking more about Mitch Creek as the potential MVP? A positive out of a tough day for the Illawarra Hawks. A big, big game coming up tonight. And another interesting Melbourne United press conference. That's all coming up on NBL Today. Great to be with you for Monday's edition of NBL Today. So much to talk about. Jack Heron alongside the professor, Pete Hawley. Hawley, welcome to you. And let's start with the Brisbane Bullets, who made a move on their coach, James Duncan, on Friday. Sam McKinnon, the GM of basketball, stepping in as the interim head coach. And I think it was fair to say it was a pretty difficult afternoon in New Zealand
1: yesterday. Oh, that's probably an understatement. Uh, And to be honest, I went into this game thinking that Brisbane had a really good chance to win this game. it's crazy to say it, but you look back in the history of when teams make big moves, whether it's a big player move or it's a big management move, they normally come out firing, and it's we've seen it so often in every single sport. So I gave the Bullets a chance. I thought Sobi, Tyler Johnson, I thought they'd get going, and it was really disappointing. I think the Bullets were disappointed in themselves, no doubt, but they just look flat, and that's what you don't normally see when there's a big change at the helm. So uh, plenty to work on, and, yeah, I think disappointing is the right word to use, and to be honest, Probably the one team they didn't want to come up against after having a big change was the New Zealand Breakers on the home floor because they don't care what you've been through. The Breakers are going to beat you up.
0: The thing I'm trying to work out, and I read Matt Logue's article this morning in News Corp about James Duncan potentially having lost the group and hence the change. I'm trying to work out what happens next, Pete, because well, I don't think that Sam McKinnon can coach for the rest of the year, can he?
1: Might have to. Or can he? Or well, can he, might he? Ha- he might have to for the sake of just trying to get this team to buy into whatever mm. the goal is for the Bullets. And you're speaking of that. Just go back to looking at the preseason before the Blitz and the Blitz and the way they went about their business to the first game of round one. It was night and day between the way the Bullets were playing. We left the preseason saying, "Geez, the Brisbane Bullets are playing some beautiful basketball. This is unselfish. The way they're going about it. It seemed like when the lights came on in the regular season, all that went out the window." And they looked lost. And it was something that I was trying to figure out where exactly is it going wrong? And obviously the the 0-5 start didn't help. But there's just so much talent there that they're not getting the results that they need to be.
0: Mitch Creek had 27 points yesterday in game number 300. What was a massive afternoon for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix? We posed this question a little in commentary yesterday. Why aren't we talking more about Mitch Creek as being the MVP for NBL 23 so far? He leads the competition in points per game. He's been outstanding all season long, but yet it doesn't feel like he's getting the recognition.
1: Maybe I'm not doing enough Awards Watch articles, mate, but he's <laughs> he's number two right now. Make no mistake, he's number two right now with the way he's playing. And probably the reason we don't talk enough about it is he's not doesn't do anything special. He just goes about his business. He gets his points, he gets assists, he gets rebounds, he defends. And let's not forget, he's been on MVP Watch every season. The Phoenix have been involved in the NBL. But the Phoenix always seem to go through these patches where they struggle. And when the team struggles, you can't really look at him as that MVP. Remember what happened at the end of last season when the Phoenix kind of fell in a hole? His terrific season just went to nothing. They have a bit of a rough patch to start the season, went on that win streak, and now they're trying to get back to their best basketball. And if look, if they want to win a title, Mitch Creek has to be the MVP.
0: Quick one on Illawarra. Michael Frazier had 17 points yesterday at 50% from the field, had eight points in the opening quarter. Could he be the spark for them potentially to, to get something going?
1: Oh, it's going to have to be a really big spark, isn't it? Because you look at they how good he played and they still got handed to them by the Phoenix. But you look at their starting five. Now – Tyler Harvey, Peyton Seaver, Michael Frazier once he gets his feet under him, and Sam froling That's four incredible players to put in a starting lineup in the NBL. The main piece they're missing is that really strong center position, and when you come up against a lot of the teams, you need that. Alan Williams just went to work. So that starting four out of their five men is enough to get wins in the NBL. They're just not doing it. So hopefully Michael Frazier can continue to play well. It looks like it's a positive, but if you're a Hawks fan, it's still a loss.
0: Melbourne United went down to a game that many thought they should have won on Saturday night. And I think that's fair to say as well, they were in in a winning position for a lot of it. Dean Vickerman more than once this season has had an interesting post game press conference after Saturday night was asked about Xavier Ratan, may said, look, he's, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he's not Shaili. We can't turn him into Shaili. And we have had multiple conversations about how we get that ball moving a little more and, It's just not happening. Now, as I say, that's paraphrasing. That's not word for word. But again, Dean Vickerman, happy to call out one of his players in a press conference.
1: Well, look, I mean, it's the elephant in the room in terms of what they need. They need a point guard. But you've got to remember, XRM wasn't recruited to be their point guard. He was recruited to be a spark off the bench. Shay Lee was going to start in the point guard. So them trying to turn a player who's not, a point guard into that, it's just not going to work. I think Mm. XRM is an outstanding scorer. We're seeing him fill it up on every, every end of the basket, but he is not going to be a facilitator first and foremost. He goes out there and gets buckets and that's why he was brought in. Let's not forget he had 30 on Melbourne United last year from the Hawks. And that made Dean Vicman fall in love with him and want him on his team as a bench punch. That's what he was recruited to be. And Shaylee getting getting hurt means he has to slot into that point guard, which is just not him. It's no fault of his own. And unfortunately, I think because of that, they are struggling. They don't have that person to set everybody up. And Shaylee is one of the most irreplaceable players in the league. There's no one else like Shaylee. What he brings, both on both ends, in terms of culture, so it's clear how badly they're missing him.
0: I read with interest an article in News Corp this morning, former Sydney Kings owner and chairman Harvey Lister thinks that it's time for the NBL to reconsider having a second team in Sydney. Thoughts?
1: I'm all for it. I love I love the derbies. I love the derbies, however you want to say it. Palmy, Palmas. But the thing is, how good have the Sydney Kings done to really build an identity in such a tough market? It's footy, it's rugby in Sydney, and the Sydney Kings have put themselves on the map in one of the hardest places to do that. You have to make sure that that next team that comes in can do the same because it is tough. Everyone cares about rugby. Everyone cares about footy. The Kings have built it up to be so successful. The next club that comes in can't take any backward step. Well,
0: it can't happen until 2026 because of the agreement, but it's one to keep an eye on for sure. Quick one, Halls. who wins tonight? Cairns hosting the Sydney Kings. Big, big game. The Taipans fell a bit short on Friday night, and I think they would have been disappointed with that performance. Another chance to measure themselves against the competition's benchmark.
1: Well, they're 1-1 on the season, and they've played two of the most exciting games in NBL 23. But Xavier Cooks, he's back in the lineup, and I think he's going to have a few things to say about this one. I'm going to have to go with the Kings.
0: Can't wait for it. 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Check your local guides. Of course, it's all happening on ESPN tonight. Halls, thank you very much. We're back on Wednesday for another edition of NBL Today.